0: Hey guys, welcome to the Virtus Performance Podcast. This is week nine featuring the great man, Caleb Podaski. Caleb recently joined Virtus a couple of months ago after spending the last uh, four years in the US. Uh, Caleb's a coffee roaster, he's a power lifter, and one of the most genuine and interesting guys I've ever met. He's also personally responsible for getting me out of my lifting funk that I've been in for the last couple of months, so he's been an awesome support and someone who cruises in the mornings with, with coffees and muffins and, and, and gets us all lifting, so it's really cool to be able to sit down with him and talk about his philosophies and his, his past and everything he's done and, and all his successes and failures and things like that and yeah, learn a little bit about him, so enjoy My personal and business goal is to be just a little bit better every day. I believe everyone, especially normal people, have a story to tell. The Virtus Podcast exists to help us all find small ways of consistent improvement by discussing the journey and experiences of each of our guests. Mate, how's
1: it going? Pretty good. Good, tight, good. How's day been? Day's been great. Relaxing. What have we done? Chuck shit, really. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Uh, Brekkie, coffee,
0: a little bit of me time. We've lifted, now we get to talk rubbish for a little bit. Yeah. Tell us about yourself.
1: What do you do? Um, Not much, really. <laughs> nah, a lot. Right. Uh, coffee is what I do. Yeah. Whether it's roasting, being a barista, drinking it, serving it. Good. Bring it to me. Hospitality is probably what you would call it. Yeah. Um, not in the traditional hospo sense, but I don't know. I like, I like sharing and food is probably the one thing I love sharing most, so. Good. Coffee. How'd you get into coffee? When did it, When did the journey start? Started, I was probably <clears throat> 18, uh, 19. My mom got in, she was working in a cafe, just part time. Yeah. Uh, Through a family friend, I guess. Um, And yeah, I needed needed some extra cash. I was interested, went in, and I think I got hooked on the social side of it, and I didn't even really drink coffee before that. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Back in the days where you had, like, mountains of foam on the cappuccino, (laughs) Yeah. Try and stack it up as hard as you could. Um, Yeah, so it's at nearly 15 years ago. Awesome. A long time. When did it turn from a, I guess, a job into a passion? Um, probably <clears throat> maybe four years after that, um, when I really decided to say, hey, like, you know, I'm sick of just working in a chain or... Yep. putting vanilla syrup in lattes <laughs> that's um, how I got started on coffee yeah most people to be honest <laughs> I never used to like it yeah. and then Irish nut some cream vanilla, vanilla <laughs> syrup and Bob's your uncle yep. extra nuts um, yeah that's, that's actually kind of a funny story how I got into roasting and into the specialty world which is what I love yeah hear uh, me it was a local company or well, back then it was local five senses coffee yep. they are actually based in Mornington originally awesome and Perth um, two roasteries uh, I was out looking for work, I was sick of working for a chain, um, just wasn't really floating my boat. Yeah. And most people that know me know that I pee a lot, because I drink <laughs> a lot. So I was out, bussing through a piss, and um, just behind Main Street, there's a public talk block. Went in there, came out, and saw a sign, Five Cents' Coffee Roasters. I yeah, that's like, cool. are you kidding me? <laughs> I this went in and Went in I was like Hey I'm Caleb Look for work I love coffee Whatever And uh The owner then Gavin Hogan Mornington local um, G'day Gav <laughs> uh, Had a So we chatted for a bit And they were kind of like Yeah we're getting busy and We might need some help And he's like I recognise you From the local paper I competed in a Brewster competition For the coffee club Which was Great Yeah not really um, <laughs> and he had a paper cut out newspaper cut out of me in the office really didn't know the guy that's cool
0: <laughs> this is and you just amazing asking
1: for a job amazing mm. and slightly <laughs> creepy sorry <Gav>. Um <laughs> at the same time and he's like coming for a trial and Brad, you all know, started tenth, from decade later I'm where I am
0: cool tell where's coffee taking you it's it hasn't just been in Warrington. yeah uh, where do you go from working at five senses what, 15 years
1: ago so five senses um started just banging coffee helping out got into roasting took over (laughs) the Melbourne Roastery which services basically the east coast of Australia awesome um met amazing people got to travel to Indonesia and India buying coffee um that's cool checking out farms um helping build worm farms yeah um you know fertilizer and whatnot uh, and then 2013 uh tash my wife and i were like okay hey, ready for something different we both lived in the area pretty much our whole lives yeah and uh, just looked at originally canada and then the u.s yeah cool and then i was um <coughs> four different offers from around canada and the u.s and decided on ceremony mm-hmm. coffee roasters which was just out of dc yeah cool um and then from there I went to Mexico as well buying coffee yeah. and got to travel a lot even around the states which is cool uh, New York West Virginia North Carolina uh, went pretty much everywhere we went we were hunting and that's awesome so coffee. coffee's taking you around the world yeah pretty much
0: that's awesome that's awesome what <coughs> for us normal people who don't spend their lives around coffee <laughs> but coffee kind of consumes our lives mm-hmm. for lack of a better term um, what are the things that What's the process that comes from the farm, to get coffee from the farm to us?
1: Yeah, totally. Uh, what we as what Western consumers are probably just the tip of the iceberg, really. Yeah. Um, we get the, the final product. So the farm, you know, it's like any farm, it's pretty rough, uh, usually up high altitude. Um, coffee grows best at high altitude. Uh, off the beaten track, so to get there, sometimes you're in a truck or whatever for eight hours. Yeah They grow it It looks like a cherry But it is basically fruit That's cool Uh, It takes Usually a few months Between when the fruit's picked uh, To when it's Either Exported or stored Uh, It's Fermented And dried And popped And blah 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 Don't get too deep into it Uh, Yeah And then it's usually uh, More and more You see these days People buying uh, Either directly from farms Or working What they call like Relationship coffee If you like Yeah uh, cutting out as many middlemen as possible to give. It's probably a win for the farmer. The farmer, yep. and win for us because you, know, you kind of have a hand in helping them quality wise, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yep. Uh, but it can spend anywhere up to six months between picking and when we get it, Far dep- out. depending on which part of the world. Uh, Ethiopia can be rough to get coffee out of, just yep. takes a long time. And then, yeah, obviously it's roasted and Hopefully drunk within a month of roasting. Okay, so that's ideal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any more and you just start with... It's kind of like leaving a Coke open or something. Yeah. Okay. And then you just lose the, the good goodness. Yeah. Too fresh is like drinking a bowl of wine without aerating it. Yeah. If you're wanky enough to aerate it. <laughs> 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 now, now, that's a side of coffee that
0: <clears throat> hipsters have taken over a little bit. Yeah. What... What are the, I guess, the things that you wish didn't happen with the, within the coffee industry?
1: Uh, pretentiousness. Yeah. Uh, it's probably a big one. That whole coffee wanker scenario, <laughs> lack of a better word. But it, <laughs> it is really, you know, it's a, it's a delicious beverage. It uh, yep. brings people together. And I, I think that's what I love about it. Uh, as soon as it becomes something that people are intimidated by, or yep. don't know what to order, yeah, okay. um, that's when it becomes a little bit, I don't know. I don't like that part of the industry. Yeah. Um, that's probably one of the only parts outside of, um. Uh, I guess how technical it can be. Yeah. Uh, for the average person. Yeah. But again, I guess that comes with it's the, the langeliness. Yeah. 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 Um. I I think jargon is someone's pretentious way of saying I know more than you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, as
1: soon as you cut out the jargon and, and bring people in, it's you know it should be fun yeah it literally is beverage so yeah
0: you know. yeah well that's it
1: <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it, it is pretty simple <laughs> it should be at the just end of the day tasty and enjoyable
0: what are your favourite parts of the industry what do you, what do you love apart um, from just bringing people together
1: uh I think there's a creative side to it that floats yep. my boat I'm not creative in the traditional sense can't sing can't you fall. spoke about this last week in the, yeah. in the podcast oh nice <laughs> yeah um but it allows me to work with my hands and bring a raw product into something that's Magical. hopefully, yeah, hopefully <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> delicious and addictive. Yeah. Uh, and there's a fine line, I guess, with roasting and even brewing uh, to where it is tasty. Yeah. Uh, if that makes sense, you can screw it up pretty easily. And obviously all of that work from farm to there, you know, you've got to take care of it. And I really enjoy that part. Um, I couldn't be a nine to five behind a desk kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, there is boring parts of the job too, roasting. It can yep. be tedious, uh, admin, whatever, but that's a good balance of everything. Yeah, um, well, you, you get to create, but you also get to hang out with people and see them enjoying it. Do some hard work, like, you know, we call it being a batch monkey where you're just <laughs> roasting batch after batch. Yeah. Uh, in the US, or uh, well, actually, five cents is that a 90 kilo roaster, So you can be lugging that much around at a time, yeah. it's not easy work. People have a romantic idea of what roasting coffee is. Probably same with brewing and wine making. You know, you've got these hips to go. Yeah, you don't skinny, see the hours that go into Skinny it. jeans, like, standing there, <laughs> fiddling away the roaster. of it. It's pretty hot and sweaty and dirty, yeah. um, but fun.
0: Yeah, that's really cool, that's awesome. What's, what's the most challenging part about, I guess, your job day to day and
1: being at, in that side of the industry? Uh, probably keeping people happy people are fickle, yeah. um, you can send them the same product one day uh, and then the next, and I guess you rely on either people's moods or whatever, which yep. is totally fine because I love people, um, but being consistent and always yeah. at least pretending to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's probably the same with most people's jobs, those keeping people happy, Yeah. Um, especially with a business, when you're putting out thousands of kilos a week. Make sure everyone's happy. Yeah, and, you've got to maintain that standard. Um, that's probably one of the hardest parts of the job because it's the part that changes the most. Yeah. Uh, the product is what it is. And um, if we don't do our jobs well, then... Um, but in saying that, I actually really enjoy the problem-solving part of dealing with people. Yeah. Um, I'm not talking about, like, cafe. You know, my coffee's not hot enough. Um, your coffee's always hot enough people. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, like, working out why they're not why they're not happy or if something did break down in the chain yeah um, troubleshooting to yeah. a point yeah yep. I
0: enjoy cool. that awesome what on that what do you wish that all us plebs who drink 18 coffees a day knew about coffee
1: um, probably how much work goes into it uh, and generally if you are I'm talking outside of chains and where people don't really care too much if you're in a cafe where yep. obviously they care and the baristas care that they're usually doing their best out a delicious product Yeah Um, And there's a lot of steps
0: Before they Actually get
1: the coffee Totally Um, You know And it does take time It's probably a big thing People are always in a hurry For (laughs) their (laughs) espresso. Yeah (laughs) Mate it's called an espresso (laughs) Get it to me quicker Um, And uh, Even uh, I think People When Drinking coffee Probably get confused As to what they're tasting Yeah Um, You know Sweetness sour people are like oh it's bitter coffee should be a little bit bitter (laughs) usually it's a bit sour if anything yeah Um, but I wouldn't really expect most plebs as you say (laughs) that's uh, me talking about me to understand understand that but in saying that I think Australia after working overseas (laughs) and seeing overseas um, Australia is definitely at the forefront Um, a lot of the world including the US looked at Australia for that's cool um, coffee industry Uh, in the US you hear about people opening Melbourne or Australian-style cafes all yeah, the time. Yeah, of that. Uh, and it's pretty amazing. So I think our general coffee culture is pretty stellar. Why, why do you think we've got that coffee culture that's ahead of a lot of, lot of the world? A lot of it's probably due to uh, immigration, to be honest. Yep. Um, you know, Italians coming in with espresso. Uh, a lot has changed. Uh, I think Australians are pretty adventurous in terms of travel too, uh, when are yep. not scared to go out and try <clears throat> new things, buy delicious coffee, uh, we love our food and wine and coffee and everything else, uh, so we're always looking for the best and I think for us to be pretty much number one in the world for consuming coffee kind of shows what kind of country we live in really yeah. like to get to too deep but <laughs> Mate, after, go deep after seeing where coffee comes from and, and things like that you know we're pretty bloody privileged yeah definitely to be complaining about our espresso <laughs> taking 10 minutes you know yeah uh, or complaining about coffee being too hot or not, not hot enough yeah or. it's it's pretty surprising um and yeah
0: cool so you spoke about moving to the US a little bit before mm. why why would you move to the other side of the world
1: uh I get bored quickly. (laughs) I've noticed. (laughs) Yeah. Um no, I just we'd lived in like I've lived in Somerville since ninety six. Yeah. Tash in the area, um, even before that I think. Uh sorry Tash, I don't know that. Oh Um, Tash
0: Shout out to Tash, hello.
1: (laughs) She probably wouldn't even listen to this. She hates talking about coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Um I do it enough for us both. That's fair enough. (laughs) She'd rather drink tea. No Never mind <laughs> Carry on we, we balance each other out yeah. uh, The US uh, Something different We were just ready to To I don't know See another part of the world Like I said I was pretty adventurous Yeah uh, Aren't scared to move Yeah And At first America actually intimidated Us both Yeah uh, well, When you moved just Or just thinking Beforehand about it. Yeah It's kind of like that Ooh Guns It's America <laughs> Whatever You know um, But When we moved there We actually fell in love With it pretty quickly Awesome Obviously you get homesick, but um, I think we both adapted pretty quickly and um, Tash got a little bit of an accent here and there. <laughs> uh, but do you, I don't know why exactly. I can't really put a finger on it. Yeah. I think we just needed a change. <laughs> yeah, cool. Uh, and there is nothing like home. Coming back is amazing. Yeah. But we just needed something different.
0: What, I guess, made you pull the trigger and actually, <laughs> like lack of a better term... Pull the trigger. <laughs> Oops, sorry. <laughs> to all Americans listening, I apologise.
1: You say.
0: Yeah. What made you pull the trigger and actually get up and leave? Because a lot of people talk about making yeah. a big change and changing
1: it, yeah. but I'm a really uh, impulsive person. Uh, very... It's all the coffee. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> so from applying for the job and landing in the US was yeah. seven weeks. That's cool. Uh, so I sent out, I'm like, hey, I'm thinking of applying for this. What do you reckon? Just like, go for it. I did. Yeah. Skyped. Got our visas in three weeks. It's awesome. Packed up our shit, sold our house. Yeah. And seven weeks later, we were there. Uh, it was. It probably could have been more thought put into it, to be honest. But if we did, we probably would have won. Yeah. It's one of those things like there's. There's never a right time to buy a house. Never a right time to have kids. Never a right time to whatever. So yeah. Exactly. We just. Cool. <laughs> it was actually like looking back, who are you, freaking crazy. <laughs> it is crazy, but. Um, <laughs> You've had best thing. An awesome couple of years. Oh, ah, yeah. so good. You know, four years later, we're like, you know, almost, almost wish we had stayed longer. But yeah. it was the right time to come home.
0: What made you come home? What was the?
1: Um, we were originally going to move to Ireland. Uh, so this is where it kind of got tra- a little bit challenging. Yeah. Uh, really, uh, we met a couple of guys there. Um, we're thinking about opening a roastery with some friends. Yeah, cool. Uh, and it just. We got there and nothing really felt right. Yeah. Um, we were there for six weeks. Two hours? Kind of yeah. yeah. Um, we spent about nearly a year planning this. Yeah. Um, Skyping, getting ready, whatever, whatever. Like we'll move there, join these guys, they already had a cafe, and um, nothing really felt like it was for us. Um, yeah. And we're like, let's just go, let's go home. Yeah. Um, so, coming home was a little bit messy and a little bit weird but leaving the US uh, our visas were up Uh it was kind of half made for you yeah, yeah. Um, obviously there's a lot going on there in terms of politics it's a different story for a different time yeah um, <laughs> we just there was a lot unknown and I think our family and friends all being around the peninsula at least was yep. kind of like right, we are ready to move at least um, check out what Ireland's like if it works it works it was kind of a See what happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, We didn't really put a date on it. Yeah, didn't work, and we're like, all right, come home. We went, you know, failing. I think for the first time in my adult life, in a big way, was very hard. Yeah. Um. There's, I think, being successful in what you do in a traditional sense. I don't really care too much for the traditional sense of what successful is. Yeah. Um. You know, without sounding like a dick. Relatively well known, like in the coffee industry, and there was a lot of external pressure on me to do well. Yeah. Um. Over there, within like the first three weeks, I was in the newspaper that I'd moved there and was planning to. Yeah. Cool. Open a roastery and do all this stuff. Yeah. I was just like, sh- <laughs> like, like at the time, I'm like, this may not even work out, and I'm already yeah. there's already <laughs> this pressure from people I don't know, yep. pressure from people I do know, pressure is. You know, someone that wants to do well,
0: yeah,
1: and it didn't work. Uh,
0: how did you deal with all that? <clears throat> I guess external pressure because it's we put enough pressure on ourselves yeah. sometimes. How did you deal with all the extra?
1: Um, external pressure, I did like it was fine. I kind of am pretty good at hiding that stuff in a way. Yeah, um, I imploded. <laughs> I didn't. I, <laughs> personally, personally yeah. I didn't do deal well with it because I've yep. never had to. Yeah, I didn't know how to. Um, like Tash would tell you that like I got stressed I didn't want to lift um, yeah. put on weight drinking every day Yeah. I was so just get I was out like out hating out. life at yeah. the time I'm like I don't know what to do so it was probably the perfect decision to move home yeah. um, and I haven't felt better actually to be honest good I'm very very happy uh, things are things are going good but I think I've learnt a lot from failing without sounding cliche Um, it's actually really true until you have failed you don't know it's like kind of know to a point how to deal with it now and to move on teach a bit about yourself it is what it is you know I think I felt like I failed as a man and you know put pretty much my heart and soul everyone was expecting all this shit to you were probably expecting as well oh totally I was like oh we're gonna do this it's gonna be amazing we're gonna be here for however long yeah you know, we might might make some money and whatever and it didn't happen. Yeah. Um, and I'm totally fine with it now. Good. Good. <laughs> How long did it take you to get
0: from that point where you kind of failed, for lack of a term, yep. or hit, hit bottom kind
1: of thing, to where you are now in being in a seemingly
0: oh, a really happy place?
1: It was probably about three months because that was only earlier this year. Yeah. Um, too long. But... You know, you, you kind of do. Three months in the scheme of things isn't isn't much at all. all. Um, I kind of realised that I wasn't doing well. Yeah. Um, and got good people around. So. Yeah. I, I think spending a lot of time both at Commonfolk and here at Virtus helps a lot. Yeah. Um. get a free membership. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but keep plugging. <laughs> but I think um, talking about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Really helps. Um, and it's pretty tough for guys to, oh, 100%. to skirt around yeah. um, mental health or yeah. um, even just feeling down or whatever. You know, you kind of are pretty good at hiding it or yeah. and it's putting, not putting that emotion somewhere else. Yeah,
0: it's not something we need to talk about all the time either. Uh, it's it's not something not. that just being in a positive environment and surrounding yeah. yourself with like minded people yeah. is sometimes enough. Sometimes yeah. we need to talk about it, and sometimes yeah. we need to kind of spill everything yeah. and talk, but other times it's just it's enough to internalize it, deal totally. with it, and then put yourself in a positive yeah. environment.
1: When I say talk about it, I think um, talking to the right person or people, um, yeah. it's not something you want for, like, I don't think you should be parading it as, like, uh, something you need attention for or whatever, it's just kind of like, you know, it helps to talk, talk to the right person um, as soon as you're feeling good. Yeah, it's good. You know, if you need to talk, fine. I think um, just, yeah, being in a positive environment I think I wrote it on the wall the other day, positivity breeds positivity. Yeah, definitely. Um, and if, you know, if you're you around people that are negative, that's going to bring you down, positive, same thing.
0: Yeah. Um, how, co- how quickly after you got back did you start working at Common Focus?
1: <laughs> Within like a week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've known Sammy Keck and uh, Tommy T and the guys there for quite a while. Yeah. And uh, I saw Tommy like three days after we landed. Yep. and it was one of the first things he said. He's like, "Hey, do you want to come work on the bus <laughs> um, on the weekend?" And like, "Yeah, sure. Why not?" Busy McBus face. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, they're like, "Hey, we've got some work if you're keen." Yeah. It's been a long time since I worked behind bar. Uh, I kind of missed it. I love the social interaction. Yeah. Just talking but, to different people all day. Yep. It, it can be tiring. Um, I'm an extrovert, and sometimes it's hard for no one to switch off. <laughs> Get home, and I'm yeah. absolutely zonked. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's such a good place to work and the guys there just um, I don't know until you've worked in a joint like that it's pretty hard to explain it's just chill it's yeah. fun yeah um, you look forward to going to work every day totally yeah. I spend my days off there <laughs> literally, <laughs> Today. Like, literally every day yeah. There. Yeah. Um, so yeah it's good fun
0: yeah well, I think there's a reason why Common Folk and I guess that little community of people is so popular and yeah. people want to be there because it's just it's a good vibe and Everyone enjoys being around people that want to have fun. Totally. And aren't miserable all day. Good. (coughs) You you said there's no place like home. What, over the last couple of months, has been the best part of actually coming home after three years away?
1: Um, Teasing my brother about having a small dick. (laughs) Nah. uh, (laughs) It's the little things, isn't it? Sorry, kids. Uh, It's definitely the little (laughs) things. (laughs) <laughs> uh, definitely, definitely family Yeah uh, There have been a few kids born Since we left Yeah uh, um, Same family I think being near the beach Oh man This makes you happy doesn't it until, I <laughs> love this until, place until, yeah. until you've lived inland Or like And the funny thing is Maryland is There's more waterfront property In Maryland than there is in Florida Really? Yeah But it's all kind of like Estuaries and It's It's Yeah you don't swim in it It's just like the beach is There's nothing like it Yeah Um I think having something familiar too, weirdly enough, as much as I like adventure, yeah, having routine and me like yep. go to shops, and all you the get, brands, get different things out of both, totally, don't you? yeah, yep. and uh, yeah. No, it's just comfortable, I guess.
0: Yeah. Good. Yeah. Hey, what's next? No, just ha- happy ha- here for a while. Happy here for a bit. Good. It's the
1: first time I think in my adult life and coffee career that. It's been just chill. Yeah. Uh, it's only been what, since April that we moved home, so not long. Yeah, months. that's crazy. I feel like I've known you for a long, <laughs> much longer than that. It's time. gone, yeah, yeah, it's it's weird. Uh, I don't know, uh, chatting to Sammy about a few things. It's all up in the air. Cool. Uh, he's away for a bit. But yep. Watch this space. Yeah, just enjoying doing what I'm doing for now. Yeah, it's exciting. It's really cool. Talk
0: to me about lifting. Mm. It's, uh, I like lifting. <laughs> yeah, I know you do. But
1: <laughs> um, what What does lifting do for you, and why do you lift? Uh, it's pretty. It's a weird quote, like not a weird question, but there's like no real straight answer. Yeah, I know. Um, makes me happy. Think about it. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need to do things. That happy, make happy, happy is good. Yeah. Uh, I think I've always been a very competitive person. Not ridiculously competitive but I've always either been involved in sports, yep. um, whether it was athletics as a kid, footy, competing in barista comps, doing all that. Like whatever I do, I always want to try and push. Yep. Uh, I find powerlifting or lifting just in general, like good time for social interaction, banter, yep. dicking around, yep. but also pushing myself, to see if I can do something, That's pushing cool. the body. Uh, I don't know why powerlifting when I was living in the US I was in a commercial gym just doing bringing cable flies and all that bullshit <laughs> yeah. that, like pull down yeah Uh, leg press uh, but you know I was still moving I was still enjoying it and yeah. I met a couple of guys that were monsters yeah and they were deadlifting and I'm like damn I've never deadlifted before yeah did it? Tried it? Hurt myself, <laughs> and then started researching on like That's how good. how can I do this? Just dive down the rabbit hole. Yeah, uh, watching videos online before I knew it, you know, a year had passed, and was just pushing and picking heavy things up and putting them down. It <laughs> it's seems to simple, float. it's <laughs> as simple as that. <laughs> it seems to float my boat. Yeah, I think I'm cool. um, after doing a bodybuilding comp. Yeah. When, um, when was the bodybuilding comp? That was two thousand and eight, I think. Yeah. So well, well before you left, yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. So
0: when you used to train for that bodybuilding comp, was it yep. just your stock standard, machine yeah.
1: machine, program yeah, quarter yep. squats, <laughs> quarter <like>.
0: squats. <laughs> As my
1: my pictures will show, I have chicken legs still, um, yep. But it's just a different environment, and sometimes that's great for certain people. But yep. I think the one thing I love about powerlifting is what you can do, not how you look. Yeah, um, I cared so much about how I looked. I was. It pushed me into being vain. Back doing the body Yeah. Oh, I can't eat that. You know, whatever. Whereas yep. powerlifting is just like, a few, I've never felt so healthy and happy yeah, doing cool. it. I did get a little sloppy for a bit there. <laughs> we'll, my talk, 12, we'll, t- we'll
0: talk about that. My 12 <laughs> talk, week photo. We'll talk <laughs> <laughs> about that.
1: Um, bit of a pop belly. I've got a little bit too heavy into the, I might share the, the, the calories. I might share the 12
0: week photos since <laughs> you back.
1: Um, but it's kind of like, you know, you, you eat and lift and sleep and... Try and do it better uh, and enjoy yourself. Up. Yeah, the whole time. So much fun. Yeah. Um, you know it's, it's tough. It's tough on the body. You're tired. Uh, sore. Always sore. Yep. Story of my life. Yeah. Always it's sore. The, but need, good sore. Yeah.
0: If you sore, your body's your body's adapting as long as yep. you allow it to recover and to adapt. Yeah. Totally. Then you're going to improve and you're going to get better. Too it's many like, people either chase the feeling of being sore yep. all the time and don't actually allow themselves to adapt, or yep. they don't train hard enough to actually be sore. Um, super sore you want to be a little bit tender and then kind of refresh and go
1: again yeah. um, but that's really cool it's funny how that actually um, translates to so many areas of your life too it's like being uncomfortable yeah. and being sore in inverted commas yep. um, pushes you to grow and be better yep. um, sorry to get wanky again. <laughs> no, but it's really true it's like yeah. unless you're uncomfortable exactly. in what you're doing you're probably you're at not, least yeah. um, just cruising along you're stagnant yeah. Yeah. Um yeah,
0: there's nothing worse than being
1: stagnant and, and having no progress yeah. being uncomfortable is not a bad thing I'm talking about yeah you know being adventurous doing doing what makes you happy doing fun things yeah, yeah. Um, for me probably be conquering my fear of heights <laughs> have you done it yet? no, good? no? hell no I was talking to, talk to Matty about it yesterday it's actually just mate, up. Totally. Oh no How No <laughs> <laughs> No Because uh, we were talking about tree surfing And I was like What is it She's like, It's just a high rose course Do you yeah. want to go um, Yeah we'll make it happen We'll make it happen Alright I like I, I So scared of heights That I was telling, telling Maddie this yesterday That I've posted a photo before I actually had to get forklifted <laughs> <a bit laughs> You didn't tell point. me about that tell, tell me through Take me through the whole story oh. <laughs> um, so, I was like This is a good story <laughs> You get a hundred and Nearly 110 kilo guy on a roof (laughs) Um, Yeah, uh, Annapolis is a Navy town The US Naval Academy is there So every year we watch the Blue Angels Which is like fighter jet Kind of like show or whatever We get on the roof And for whatever reason The year before I was fine And the year before that Getting up and down This year I got on And I just could not get around and back maybe it was because I was 110. hundred yeah, a little bit bigger than you <laughs> had been I couldn't get I just could not do it I was yep. scared um, everyone was laughing at me I got real mad yeah and I literally had to get a forklift and a pallet and I <laughs> crawled <laughs> off on my hands and knees God, that, is, that is the best <laughs> mental picture <laughs> like ever a, a scared little just holding on to oh, the pallet. a
0: scared oh, big hundred and ten kilo human oh H- so kilo scared <laughs> that was
1: horrible um, that's outstanding funny for everyone else yeah yeah uh, but I think one of the reasons I am scared of heights so, was house sitting when I was maybe 19, hanging out yep. at a swimming pool, found a ladder. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, let's jump off. We've been yep. drinking and being dicks. And um, I jumped off, it was probably a couple of meters up my feet, and the ladder collapsed. Oh no, the ladder goes back, classic I'd, fail video. Yeah, yep. straight on the concrete, oh. ended up. Um, obviously, once I sobered up, I drove yep. myself to a hospital because I was the only one that could drive. With my left foot, um, yeah, didn't break anything, but tore all the ligaments and stuff my ankle. Lovely. Blah, blah, blah. So that's, that's caused you
0: afraid of heights. I guess so. <laughs> so would you would you suggest that if you were someone else that you would you should conquer your fear of heights and, and try and put yourself in that uncomfortable totally. position?
1: Totally. Yeah. Um, or go going free uh, surfing? We'll do it. It's one of those things. It's like there's no <laughs> rational explanation as to why I should yeah. be scared of heights. Yeah. Uh, more so than anyone else. So, we'll do it. Cool, let's get a little bit uncomfortable. wear <laughs> a nappy, good <laughs> Good, very, very good.
0: So, we, you mentioned it, but you've, I guess, had a, gone through a fair bit of a physical transformation since you got back. Yeah, totally. Three months ago? Yep. Talk to me about it, what's what's
1: changed? Um, I think I was so focused on being as strong as I could be in the US, competing in my last comp, I didn't care as to what I put in my body. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to be big, as long as I hit hit your numbers. Hit my numbers. Uh, the macros, protein, fat, carbs, at least a minimum. So I was eating twenty five thousand kilojoules a day on average. Yeah. Uh too much. That's all. A lot. <laughs> um plus whatever else I was drinking in beer. Um yep. I got back and just felt like crap, I was tired, puffed between sets. Uh, which shouldn't happen. Because you know, you're doing count. sets of, what, one, two, yeah. three? Uh, yeah, anything over fives cardio. <laughs> That's yeah. that same pal. Yeah, you haven't changed that mindset yeah. yet. We'll get um, Oh, twenty. Oh, 20. did 20 reps. <laughs> um, but just, I don't know, I, I just wanted to feel better. Um, I don't really care as to how I look, as long as I'm happy. Yeah. And feel healthy. Um, but I think having the equipment here as well, and the people, it's like everyone here is, you know, Pushing and relatively fit, and I'm like, here's this chubby kid in the corner <laughs> getting puffed from squatting once. <laughs> you um, were
0: squatting significantly heavier weights than we were, but.
1: But um, I think just, you know, I'm not getting any younger either, just looking after myself. Yep. Uh, a lot of, it's, again, there's no real, I can't say this is exactly why. Um, well, it's a, it's bit,
0: like anything, it's a combination of things that's changed that's yeah, allowed you to totally. drop that weight.
1: I feel, I feel like as well, if I can get better there, it's going to help me in lifting. Of course. If I can be as strong um, as I was in my last meet at a lower body weight or at least... Um, yeah, close to. ...higher muscle percentage and yep. fat, um, <laughs> you know, that'd be, that'd be pretty stoked. So I'm yep. shooting for um, hitting some PRs by the end of the year. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Um, yeah. In my own little probably... Private comp here. <laughs> I'll enter something. Uh, hopefully, I'll, there's one next yeah, year. That was the next question. You, do you want to compete again? oh uh, totally. Yeah, it's uh, a... nothing like competing. It's probably like playing footy or yep. or whatever. Just the environment. Uh, I, you know. Different, you know. Crossfitters don't like powerlifters, and powerlifters think crossfitters are whatever. <laughs> don't go too far into that. Um, but just the environment, like sometimes there's that rough mentality that goes with powerlifting or you know they're just meatheads yep. such a good environment um, everyone's really Supportive. positive oh yep. yeah um, you know you get a 140 kilo guy chalking your back <laughs> giving you a little massage <laughs> uh, but you know you've got like a couple hundred people in there just cheering you on yep. uh, you want to everyone wants to see everyone yep, hit the lifts do well um, you want to push yourself because you you know you're in front of people yep. you're trying to break I just went in to break my own personal records some of the guys in my class were out of control, but they went obviously on weight class and then there was tested and untested in terms of drugs. <laughs> um, obviously I was in tested, yep. I didn't get tested, but um, it was pretty clear as to who was who. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah it's, it,
0: it does make a significant difference. Yeah,
1: but yeah, it's a Korean it's a environment um, and in, if anyone's thinking about doing it, just do it. I was scared shitless the first time. It's really, ner- it's like public speaking. I was like up there and my heart was pretty <laughs> racing. Yeah. I was nervous, but it actually helps. It would help you literally. That know. adrenaline, just, you know, people smell ammonia capsules and whatnot to get that feeling, Yeah. Um, which I did my second comp. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, good fun. Definitely gonna do it again. Maybe, uh, probably pushing masters. <laughs> not, not quite yet. Not quite <laughs> Have you Have you had any big injuries With powerlifting
0: uh, So pushing your body That hard yeah. Can
1: result in some injuries Nothing but. Nothing big um, Which is pretty amazing uh, The program uh, The one I had one or two Like Tweaks uh, yep. When I first started Deadlifting And before I Had learnt How to deadlift Yeah. Everybody learn how to do it properly, please. Yeah. But you, uh, you, you learn, by, I, I you learn just, by doing, right? Yeah, yeah, I had a lumbar strain, which could have been a lot worse. Yeah. And I like I couldn't even sit up or down without pain. It's, yep. it's such a shit feeling. Uh, and painkillers in America are so strong. <laughs> <laughs> That's very different. And easy, here. easy to get? Easy to get. Yeah. Um, oxycodone. Another, yeah. I had one. I'm like, I'd rather deal with the pain than take these bad boys. Yeah. But uh, it was just a... Just a strain. I was back to it like four weeks later. Um, yeah. A little minor tear strain in my um, oblique, which was maybe s- six weeks from comp, so oh, yeah. that was not fun. It
0: affected your prep a little bit. Yeah, but it was only out from.
1: Uh, it was probably good for a B load anyway. I was out yep. for maybe only. Which is why I know it was a strain, and the doctor again, American doctors. She didn't even touch me or make me do anything. She's like, "Yeah, you've tear it. painkillers." <laughs> oh really. Taired it, tore it, torn it, torn it. Carry on. Um, Your palates, uh, you don't have to speak good English. No, don't speak real good. <laughs> but no injuries. Uh, obviously, as most athletes have, or people have lived you know, yeah. little things here and there. Yep. Always got something sore, or something going on. Just yep. I'm seeing Ash tomorrow. <laughs> good Shout out good Ash. for massage. Um, I'm going to look at my calves, quads, <laughs> bicep, chest, shoulder. I imagine
0: we're going to <laughs> hear you squealing <laughs> from upstairs it's horrible oh so sore <laughs> you need that tlc yeah. though you need it on, ash. <laughs> yeah and i think that's like being an athlete and i'll use the term in here that everyone's an athlete yeah um, totally. everyone you know whether your sport is life or whether your sport's powerlifting or football or whatever but being able to kind of if you get injured because injuries are going to happen if you're pushing your body to improve and adapt sometimes you're going to push it too hard and we need to I guess, take stock and, and learn from that injury but it allows us to focus on other things and, yeah. and like you said, it's usually a blessing in disguise like that, yeah. like that deload week was. Totally. Mm, That's really cool. All right, uh, I've got a couple of questions for you. I've been told that you're really, really good at converting pounds into kilos. <laughs> if it's done in 20 kilo lots. <laughs> <laughs> how, many, how many kilos is 222 pounds?
1: 222? Yeah. Uh Four hundred pounds. Yeah. So two hundred and twenty-two pounds. Yeah. How many kilos? Hundred. Good. <laughs> seven hundred and sixty-two. Kilos. Yep. Uh, like <laughs> shit. Sixteen hundred and fifty. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. I don't even. I didn't even Roughly check it. Up. I did I, conver- <laughs> I have a converter on my phone. You would. You would. I didn't even check. <laughs> it. I didn't even check if that was right. Seven. Seven. S- <laughs> 22? Mate, I was just giving you random numbers. (laughs) I was 50 50 pounds off, Seventeen hundred. Shit. Not bad. Close enough. Alright, now you've had some pretty rad nicknames. Ha! Talk talk me strong. So at the moment, it's uh, DJ Khalib, (laughs) which is now morphed into Habib. Yeah. Thanks, watching. That happened. Uh, School was um, Noodles, because I used to have (laughs) a luscious, curly mane. Uh, That's the best one I've ever seen. Um, And then... uh, some of my closest mates from school started calling me Gay Bar. As which, you do. As you do. <laughs> Just, you know. And then they still call me either Gay, Gay Bar, Gabriel. <laughs> Good. It is what it is. I'll take it. And Potty is probably the most common. Nice. Very nice. call me Potty. Which is hard to explain in America because I thought I was saying Potty. <laughs> oh, <Potty. laughs> yeah. I feel you like your nickname's what? Potty Americans.
0: Yeah. yeah. Can't wait more. <laughs> Talk to me about the peroxide burn on your head. So that project for this story. Yeah.
1: Um, so I used to be really into doing my hair. <laughs> probably white. Like, which is very why God ironic. made me bald. <laughs> very <laughs> ironic now, unfortunately. Very bald. Um, not really. I chose to shave my head. Um, Keep so telling I was, yourself that. Yeah, frosted tips were the thing. <laughs> I used to frost my own tips, oh, yeah. and one day I just couldn't get it blonde enough. I'm like it's not going blonde enough. I'm just gonna leave this in. Two hours later. Yeah. Um, my head was tingling I'm like oh shit this is not good um, like it's kind of starting. I'm like hey mum <laughs> hey mum can you check this out and she was like gasped uh, <laughs> oh, she's no. like alright let's rinse it out and I had probably I don't know the size of a hand uh, it started losing where my hair was it all oh, like no, broke no, no. out and I had to go to the doctors I had a massive burn <laughs> oh, on my scalp was like, Very painful and disgusting. If you're giving yourself tips,
0: kids, take it out. (laughs) Don't (laughs) leave it in too long. Or just
1: don't get tips. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I think that's kind of passed a little bit. (laughs) A little bit. Except Um, for Cam. I don't know anyone else with tips. (laughs) Sorry, Cam. Yeah, sorry, Cam. So I've got a couple of questions for you to finish this up.
1: Yeah. What is success to you? Um to me right now is being happy good Uh, and usually if you're happy you're doing something you love so doing uh, at least the best you can do at that point in time yeah uh, it doesn't really like someone else's idea of success might not be the same as yours that's fine yeah Uh, I think being happy too many people go around life just trying to please other people pleasing other people or just doing the same shit because that's what you're supposed to do Yep. Um, and I'm not talking happiness for um, just happiness sake but it's something that truly makes you you know tick you yep. want to get up want to do it I think that's something big. that makes you jump out of bed in yeah. the morning if you if you love grooming cats <laughs> and that makes you want to get up get out there and bloody groom cats <laughs> you could uh, have you gone know, with
0: powerlifting or roasting <laughs> coffee but you uh, would be grooming fine. cats
1: <laughs> yeah no, fair enough <laughs> carry on um, like I think, you know, most of us have probably seen enough of what's, you know, what media tells us success is, and it looks pretty shit, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it does, um, it does. You know, don't (laughs) let other people's ideas of that put pressure on you, um, because then you just put pressure on yourself and it's no fun. Yeah. And just enjoy, enjoy doing what you're doing. I love getting up and making coffee. Good. Um, And, you know, it'll change down the track. I'll probably get back into roasting. And I love doing that. Yeah. Who knows? And yeah. Hopefully, I do it well because I love doing it. Good.
0: Yeah. If you could be remembered in one sentence, what would it be?
1: Uh It's a tough question. That's a great question. It's my favourite one at the moment. That guy had an amazing head of hair. No. <laughs> 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 um, uh, that I that I loved people. I think. You know, that I was... Uh, can I go more than one sentence? Yeah, mate. <laughs> um, I think that I was a kind and generous human. Good. That's, that's basically... Anything outside of that, you know, it doesn't really matter to me.
0: Good, really good. You might use the same answer for the next one. If you could give every human on earth
1: one personality trait, what would it be? <laughs> uh, Is laughter trait. What's it, comedian? <laughs> no, <laughs> you know,
0: I, that would be the trait,
1: maybe. There's nothing yeah. like making people laugh. Yeah. Um, and I do it too. I don't know. Happiness. Good. Um, Why? Yeah. It's nothing like it. What's the point of living if you're not happy? Good. I've got pretty deep in this. I wasn't Mate, deep it. is good. You know, I think I think coming out, out of you know a couple of things in the you know the iron it's like yeah. What's the point of? Don't know what you're doing if you're not happy. Yeah,
0: one of my favourite things to say in here is what's the point if you're not having fun? Exactly. Yeah. If you if you look if you look forward to doing the things that you do yeah. every day then life's good. Yeah. Like it doesn't you don't have to have a shiny new car or a big totally. house or all that kind of stuff. Yeah. If you're enjoying what you're doing every day totally. with the people that you enjoy doing it with, then yeah. you're kicking goals.
1: I think as well like the people that know me well and you guys are probably learning I'm and one thing that really floats my boat is sharing. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm an oversharer when it comes to. Still got a muffin downstairs. <laughs> you brought to me before. <laughs> I share what I have if I'm excited about something. I want people to know about it. Yeah. Um, I'm also an oversharer in terms of bodily functions and <laughs> stuff that people don't want to know about. Yeah, that happens occasionally. You know? it happens occasionally. It's just money and sex. It's fine. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Speaking of oversharing, um, <laughs> but yeah, it makes me happy. Hospitality. Yeah, through and through. Be hospitable.
0: Good. Give people coffee. They love it, mate. Everyone loves coffee, and if you don't, KP, I worry about you so much. <laughs> Maddie, come on, camp. dead to me. If you could give teenage you one piece of advice, what would
1: it be? <laughs> don't dye your hair. <laughs> <laughs> mate, simple, easy. <laughs> uh, stop caring what others think. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Stop caring about what others think of you. Because they're not usually thinking about you, <laughs> <laughs> which is it? Yeah. <laughs> um, I was yeah. I was probably a pretty insecure teenager. Yeah. Just one of the reasons I probably got into lifting um, subconsciously. Yeah. It really doesn't matter. People don't care what you're wearing or how you look usually. Yeah. To definitely. be honest, they care. <laughs> they're worried too much about themselves. Yeah. What uh, of them. Yeah, it was probably a big focus. What's What's the main thing lifting's taught you? over the last 15, 20 years? Oh, um, how resilient the body can be, and how quickly yeah. it adapts. Uh, but to, probably to push, um, I, love, like, I love pushing, pushing myself. So lifting, yeah. Make sure you pull as well, we need to lift some rows and chins and exactly. things. <laughs> exactly. Powerlifters can do chin-ups. <laughs>
0: yeah, this one can. <laughs> Good. What's the nicest thing you've ever done to someone?
1: Whoa. Uh, Like I don't even know Giving someone A large Sum of We'll call it It was a gift voucher Just for being them Awesome um, I don't know Sometimes People just need encouragement yeah. Whether they're happy or not Again it's the sharing thing Yeah definitely I think uh, It's big gestures And there's small ones Just bring someone a coffee make their day I like it thank you for all the coffees you brought us oh it's my pleasure <laughs> thanks for coming, <my> favourite <laughs> yeah all uh,
0: right
1: a couple of favourites a favourite quote uh life's too small to be no I don't, I don't even have a favourite quote come on
0: you had said one before that's you're uh, right posi- yeah
1: positivity breeds positivity and generosity breeds generosity good and I uh, can put my name to on that one because it's one of my favourites good and I made it up I'm going to put it back on the wall Do it. I guess I made it I probably stole it from somewhere and yeah. realise yeah but that's how life works these days yeah. anyway favourite movie uh, Braveheart why I don't know William Wallace it's about my ancestors yeah <laughs> i William I just <laughs> yeah. love it I don't know it's, it's an amazing movie epic uh, I actually didn't re- really care for it too much when it first came out weirdly enough Yeah. it's just been the last maybe 5 five ten years and if you can call it a movie Band of Brothers oh yeah uh, cool Epic movie series. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that counts. I'll, yeah. I'll pay that.
1: Those two, all time I could watch them. Over and over. over and over.
0: Braveheart was one of mine on repeat when I was younger. Yeah. So good. Favorite sport? Uh, footy. Good. Love footy. Who you follow? John.
1: <sighs> what? <That's> moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite recording artist? Uh, oh, here's a surprise for on. I like country music.
0: <laughs> oh, no, you
1: don't. Really? <laughs> yeah
0: now you and Tommy were going to do a DJ set on Monday night right? I don't think I'm going to let you anymore
1: <laughs> jeez uh, favourite our, artist at the outrageous. moment it's, it's changed a lot yep. I'll swing between hip hop whatever favourite yeah. artist at the moment is Chris Stapleton so he's one of the guys that writes for a lot of artists ok that's good. Cool. maybe America rubbed off me a little bit
0: yeah there you go <laughs> favourite resource for lifting and powerlifting uh, information
1: uh, juggernaut training dot com maybe if that's actually it uh, it's a program I follow very uh, accessible and easy to understand yeah um, uses a, and Chad Wesley Smith the guy that runs it all is an elite he's huge elite powerlifter yeah previously a competitive shot putter and all round a nice guy awesome but there's so much on there from powerlifting uh, I think they do a little bit of CrossFit. I don't know. I don't really look at that too much. <laughs> it's for losers. Um, uh, Olympic lifting <laughs> and uh, nutrition. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all that kind of stuff. It it's a, a it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. cool. Uh, recovery. He works with uh, quite a few guys that are, you know PhD. That's awesome. Blah, 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 whatever. So that's where i got a lot of my info, even when I was just learning, I still use it a lot. Yeah, it's good. So it goes through the science behind lifting as well. Totally. Yeah. Uh, it does a lot of... Ex- it used to be a lot of articles to read, um, also um, YouTube or videos now. Yeah. So yep. check it out, chug it on. Good.
0: Favorite resource for learning about coffee and learning and, and put it like you're already at the forefront of the industry, but how do you keep moving forward and keep improving?
1: Yeah, uh, Barista Hustle is a good website for everything from brewing at home to the science, whatever. Uh, and I think they have a forum as well. You we can follow them on Instagram. Check them out. There's some books if you're that nerdy to do it. <laughs> if you actually want to spend money on a book, uh, Scott Rao put out some from filter coffee, espresso, and roasting. Awesome. Uh, easy enough to understand, even just for plebs like us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should be. <laughs> Maybe. Favorite hobby. Favorite hobby. Outside of lifting. Mm. Uh, I'm pretty boring, to be honest. <laughs> Eating does that count? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've I, seen, I've actually, seen you eat. That's a hobby. I think um, my favorite thing to do is uh, hang out with people. Good. Uh, when it's warm enough, go
0: to the beach. Yeah. I like it. Last book you read, start to finish. Jeez.
1: Um. It was. Uh, Boys in the boat. Oh, about. It was about. Uh, the Olympic rowing team, I want to say, post-Berlin Olympics, I uh, could be wrong, um, they were a college team and basically they were just I you know, I won't say a bunch of misfits, but they got together, Yeah. worked well together, did well, really good book and... What historically was the, based too yeah I can't I've been recommended that. that before I haven't Absolutely. read it yet I'll what, do
0: it what was the main learning point or teaching point you got out of that book
1: um, to again to push it's like no matter what happens push uh, not stupidly yeah uh, but you know you could be a bunch of misfits versus you know yeah not really <laughs> just no
0: you're definitely true it's definitely You know, true.
1: all different kinds of people but you can all come together for one common goal yeah I like it, uh, it was, and it's one of those books that like powerlifters does not really read a lot <laughs> Now, I don't, I don't really read a lot I'm a very visual person so yeah. and I have the attention span of a friggin' ant <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that's, true. that's why I only but it's, three reps in your said seriously uh, it's one of those books that just takes you like I was reading and just I was there I like it a lot so awesome last one which favourite coffee uh, I'm a big big fan of washed Ethiopian coffees uh, generally Yoga Chef is the region okay uh, common folk have them sometimes obviously they're seasonal yeah so if you see yoga Chef in a bag get it you're probably going to like it good um, obviously there's different kinds from there but that's my favourite region if I had to put it down to a region yeah delicious awesome. it's like the IPA of the coffee world
0: I like it. Yeah. Good from you. Any more? Coffees? No, oh, just any more, anything for... Any more, a... anything? Uh, not really. Good. Eat thank... lots. <laughs> eat, lo- eat lots, lift lots, drink lots of coffee. Have fun. Well, thank you very much. This is a lot of fun. Um, I hope everyone gets something out of it. Yeah, me too. Good. Love your work. Peace.